between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. Thank you. We give you all the praise. We thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Father. Mahata Vene Kushita Prani Mosita Vene Haliasima. Imata Vene Asuduni Makaria Jisinitaya. Father, we thank you. We worship you. Utimevini Kalibata. Yemasi Seprenius the Cinemata. Yemasina Moria Fashiva Kato. Yemushita Beniata Vendiga. Yaduferia Sofini Moshita Baria. Moshita Vani Moshita Fini Moshita Karia Sosemia. He must send the morning back and the Moshikari Moshita Fede Moshita Kariyas. Mashita Vene Moshita. Moshita Fede Moshita Fede Moshita Kariyasa. Thank you, Father. Lord, we appreciate you. Thank you for today. Thank you, Father, for help. Father, we thank you for all that you do. We come in soberness this morning. We are sober, waiting to receive from you. Father, we feel to see Father, we appreciate you. Father, we give you praise. So take all glory, take all honor, and adoration. Father, as we come here this morning, we ask, Father, that you, you would help us to connect your heart this morning, in the name of Jesus. Father, help us. We are in need of help. Our soul needs you. Spirit, soul, body, we are in need of you. We are in need of you. We need you, Father, to survive. We need you to live. We need you that we might come into life. 
Father, this is our time of need. We ask for mercy. We ask for mercy this morning. We ask for mercy. Have mercy on us. Your, your mercies, which is new every morning. Even the sure mercies of David. Your mercy which open you up, which bring you out. Your mercy which causes you to show your face. Your mercy that brings us to you. That brings us into you fully. Your mercy that draws us to you. We ask for mercy. Let there be mercy made available to us this morning. Let mercy be made available. Be merciful to us this morning. Help us, show us mercy. And as we go into the world, I ask for mercy. Father, show me mercy. Father, wrestle with me and win me. I submit myself to you. I come under you. I come under your spirit. I am at your mercy, Lord. I am at your mercy, Lord. Show us mercy. Show me mercy. Help me, Lord. I ask for help this morning. Let help be given. Make my tongue the tongue of a ready writer. Help me, Father, to connect your thought. Father, we align with all the resources you've made available, even your angels which you have sent. Father, we ask, Lord, that you would give us the sensitivity to connect that which your angel has brought. That which you've sent with your angel which you've signified 
Matofenia Liasofilia to see. Help us, help me to align with the thought of heaven this morning. Thank you, Father. We worship you. Thank you, Father, for we know you've heard us. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, sir. And uh, I welcome everyone here this morning. And just uh, say hello to your neighbor. Hello, neighbor. Neighbor, neighbor. It is good to see you. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. It is good to see our faces this morning. Yes, sir. The Lord has been helping us. Okay. The Lord is our strength. Amen. Praise the Lord. And uh, I thank God for how He has helped us. The the teachings and where He's taking us. And uh, this morning, I've been I've been I say I've, I've been praying. I'm just waiting on God to see what the direction will go this morning. And you know, sometimes. There is a hint sometimes. There's no hint. So you have to go by faith. Amen. Amen. So I'm, I'm, I'm walking by faith this morning. Amen. Amen. And uh, I pray that uh, God would help us. Amen. 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 Emi si shi asi shi moti shi ami ashi ami shi ami shi emi ti shi moshi oti shi ona shi ibelati shi aotavima emi takalda esi 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 sifata emi sosifian esi takalda edita esi safi thank you father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Spirit of the living God, we thank you. Thank you, Father. On 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 Shamaha Amen. Let us open to the book of First Peter. I know that's where we we started from, but we see where God will lead us. I think there's just a, a thought there that um, I'm connecting, and I hope perhaps will flow from there. Amen. Amen. First Peter chapter two. 
Amen. It says, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word, that she may grow thereby. So if so be, ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God, and precious. Ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house, and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, behold, I lay in Zion, or Sion, which is Zion, a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe it, which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builder disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> Just that verse 2 that I just wanted to connect. And I pray that there are some thoughts in my head. I hope that uh, I can lay hold on which one. You know, before there was nothing now. <laughs> before there was nothing now, they are giving glimpse. Amen. Amen. So as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that she may grow thereby. And... I want, one thing I wanted to, us to see here is how important um, the apostles were when it, when it, when it, when, when it comes to the, the preaching of the word or the speaking of the word. Even all these letters, when you begin to look at it, you notice that there's a lot, there's a lot of emphasis on Christ. Right? There's a lot of emphasis on Christ. But one thing that all of them do is to make sure that one way or the other, they put a road map okay. to it. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it started, of course, this first Peter, when it started in chapter 1, actually, it started talking about you know, inheritance, mm-hmm. right? It began to talk to them about inheritance, incorruptible, right? Mm-hmm. It, began, it was really, really talking about where they ought to go. Mm-hmm. In a way, which comprises of both Christ and God, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then in, verse, in chapter 2 here, it now began to talk about Things, mm. it's, uh, I mean, if you read uh, the end of chapter one, mm. one thing that we see then that it began to center about some some kind. How do I put it? Some kind of word. Mm. Well, let me put it this way: the word. It began to put emphasis on the word. Amen. Amen. Now, the word here is not talking about just scriptures. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the word here that he's talking about is really, really about the things of God, mm-hmm. which comes by the word. Mm-hmm. Now, because the way God gives his thing is by his word. Yes, sir. Now, if God wants to make a man to become like him today, what he will begin to do is he will begin to talk to him. Yes, sir. Yeah. That means, and that thing that he's saying to him is the word mm-hmm. for where that man ought to to be aware that man should come into. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So the apostles, when they talk about 
inheritance, they talk about the Christ, but they also emphasize on the kind of word. Amen. So in First Peter chapter 1, I think I'll read in verse, I'll read from verse 22 to 25. It says, Sing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit. Unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. It says, by the word of God. Now it says, which liveth and abideth forever. So for all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. So the grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. So, but the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. So, here, you know, this, it, it started talking about... <coughs> No, he was talking about love, but of course, he has been saying a bunch of things. And those things he was saying is still related to a kind of word, because he's talking about things that will be revealed, talking about inheritance. Now says in chapter 2, verse 1, say, wherefore, now, this thing, this chapter 2 is actually a continuation of chapter 1, right? It's not disconnected. You know, there are some points in, in, in Bible passages that they, they may start a thought, and then the next chapter may be a different thought, but also in line. But this one is actually is, is really a continuation of chapter 1. Now, the focus here is that for all flesh is grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass, the grass with the red, and the flower thereof falleth away. So, but the word of the Lord endureth forever. It says, and this is the word which by the gospel is preached to you. So there's a kind of enduring word that you should come into, right? It says, but the word of the Lord endureth forever. Now, before he said this, earlier he said in verse 23, he said, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. So he said, he's talking about the word of God, right? Now, this word of God is, so they're not, they're not talking about, ah, how do I explain this? The, the word, this word of God, let me put it this way. This word of God is what you call God, right? Now, say by the word of God, because the, the word of God is very, very scarce. It's not, the word of God is not easy to come by you. And, and the reason is because it's not everybody that can actually hear the yeah. word of God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the reason why we can't hear the word of God is not because we are not going to church. It's not because we are not steadfast in the spirit. Mm-hmm. It is based on growth. Wow. And it's as simple as that. Because now, if you look at it, now, when you talk about the word of God, Right, if a man can hear that word, just wonder any man just begin to hear that word. Let's just put it this way this guy, John, I said, This guy, John only heard. <laughs> I don't know why I call him this guy, amen. You know, John, John, did not, John only heard the word of an angel, he began to tremble. 
But that word of the angel carried the word of the Lord. Right, that's what the angel carried. Those by hearing, I then it, it, John fell. Hey, now said, see that do it not. I'm of thy fellow brethren, the prophet. Now, what he's telling him is, look, don't do that. I mean, he had no choice but to do it, and because what was happening to him was the the glory upon that angel was overpowering him. Do you know it's possible for us to even get there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I don't. Possible. I don't think it's so. Possible, sir. Hallelujah. Mm. <laughs> very, very possible. Have you ever thought of it that you are walking on the street, and as you are walking, souls, glory is overpowering hearts. Hearts begin to convert. Yeah. Mm. Have, have you thought of that? Mm. You don't think it's possible? Mm. It's very possible. Mm. Have, you, have you thought of that just by your conversations alone, just oh. by talking? Somebody will just pass and just hear that voice, ah! mm. and they go get born again. Mm. Nobody preach to them, nothing. They just hear your voice, ah! Yes, I'm a sinner. Mm. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Wow. In short, even there will be men. Eh? They were able to wear something like that. Eh? I believe it's Charles. I know when he goes to his town, Charles Giffini, they just forget it. It's like, it's as if the host of heaven will rest, it will just come into that town. Everybody will repent in that town. Everybody will repent in that town. Eh? Maybe he just goes to a restaurant to go and eat and just... As he's just eating, let me pay. Just eating, no, not not, not, not just eating. And everybody in that place will just begin to fall down and give their life to Christ. And do you know that that itself was also, was actually in it? That's where I'm going, Shabbat. But that time, you know, that kind of glory was resting upon a kind of word. Right? Now, the word that was available then is what they call the word of God. Faith. Mm. Now, the word of faith is synonymous to the milk of the word. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's the milk of the word. And just in just in milk alone, men wore the glory of milk. They were, that thing there. Ah! When I think about it now, I'm like, wow, wow. Lord, wow. ever more give us this kind of thing. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. No, we, we need it too. We need yes, it. Sir. We need it. And there's also that kind of glory that is, in, that is inward working. It may not be external, yeah. but can be internal. Yes. Yes, and what gets that kind of thing done is word. Amen. Amen. I don't know why I jumped into this thought, but let me quickly go. It says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God. So the word of God is exclusive to those that are ready to hear God. Amen. Amen. Now, and when a soul is born again, that soul is not ready to hear God. Now, that soul can hear God. And what I mean by that is, when a soul is born again, you come into a kind of word mm. that God has broken down mm. 
for you to be able to hear him in a measure. But you are not hearing him. You are not, you are not hearing the voice or the words of his mouth. What you are hearing is Holy Spirit. I don't know. I don't want. I'm. I try and explain, right? In the sense that Holy Spirit is given to us, and funny enough, it's Holy Spirit that will also allow us to hear the Word of God. Hallelujah. But the measure of Spirit inside us needs to increase. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, there's a there is a measure of the Spirit called. Holy Ghost, mm. Holy Spirit, mm. right? Mm. And just that comes with a kind of word, mm. right? Mm. Holy Spirit. Now, the same Holy Spirit mm. can then now become the Spirit of the Lord, mm. right? According to Second Corinthians chapter 3, right? Wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, right? And then in Isaiah 11, the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Now, that's what you call the Spirit of the Lord. It's the Holy Spirit, right? And that, that is not Christ. That is Holy Spirit, but Holy Spirit with Lordship. Wow. It's different. Now, those activities in a believer, they are quite different. Now, the Spirit of the Lord... What it comes to do is to lord you. Mm. Now, Holy Spirit doesn't lord. Mm. When Holy Spirit is expressing himself to you as Holy Spirit, it's the same Holy Spirit that is the Spirit of the Lord, that is also the eternal Spirit, mm. right? And those things are in measures. Mm. Now, Holy Spirit in his measures can give you a kind of word. So when Holy Spirit is showing himself to you as Holy Spirit, the word, the, the highest level of word he can give to you is what we call the word of faith or the milk of the word of God. Okay. Right? Okay. And I like, I like the way the scripture put it. It says the milk of the word. Mm, it's the milk. So it is the milk of the word. So it is not the word. So as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word. That is a kind of word. It is, it is out of the word that they, they, they carved out the milk. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. So there's the milk of the word. Now, where the word of where, where the word starts, where someone begins to hear the word of God, is really when you begin to hear Christ. Mm. Christ is the first level of the word. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Now the milk of the word is not the word. Mm. Then you now, you now still, when you now hear the word, when you are hearing the word itself, the word, then you begin to hear. Christ, then you cannot graduate from that to the word of God, right? Which is God himself speaking. And the purpose of them speaking is not just to tell you about, you know, the job you should take. 
not just to tell you about um, which place to visit or which uh, what does there's a lot of details. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So it's not just to tell you about which dress to wear, but do you know the speaker can tell you about which yes. dress to wear? It is a, it is a, it is, it is, a, is a part of Holy Ghost nature. Yeah. Eh? To tell you what to wear, to tell you what to eat, to tell you. Uh, you don't think he can tell you what to eat? Yes, yes. He can tell you don't eat that one now. Mm. Can tell you what to eat. He can tell you. Pray, pray. Mm. Pray now, pray now. Mm. Right? Mm. There's a, there's a, there's, there's. There is the aspect of the goods that does that. Mm. That must be installed in a soul. Yes, and that is part of the reason for the giving of the Spirit. Mm. Now you notice what Jesus said is that, I will pray the Father, right? He will give you of the Spirit. Let, you know what? Maybe we should read it. Because, maybe because of time. Amen. Yeah. Uh, let's go to John while I put my finger in Peter. Ah! I'm going to the book of John. That's John 14. Sorry? 16, eh? John 14, then we read from verse 15. Well, let me say, no, 14 is nice. So if he ask, if she shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandment. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. It says, even the spirit of truth, whom the word cannot receive, because it seeth him not. Neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you again yet a little while, and the word seeth me no more, but ye see me. Because I live, ye shall live also. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. Let me read verse verse 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the word giveth, giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard how I said unto you, I go and come again unto you. If you love me, if you loved me, you would rejoice, because I said I go unto the unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. Amen. Yes. Uh, let me quickly read chapter. I think that's also in 16. Yeah. Chapter 16. And I read from verse... 
Yes, verse 12. Amen. Verse 12. But let me read from verse 7. So nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Say, and when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my Father. And ye see me no more. Of judgment because the Prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Say, ye cannot bear them now. Say, I will be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Amen. Amen. See, here, you see where he talked about in verse 4, he said, I'll pray the Father, I'll give you the comforter. Now it says in verse, chapter 16 here that I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. That bear there, it also means that you cannot hear them now. I mean, if, if we think about it, let's just think about it. What are the things that he needed to say that they can't bear? Right? So let's say somebody is born again. What are the things that surrounds the activities of the things? Does, this, does those activities sound like things that Christ needed to say that we can't bear? So he has many things to say. Okay. Let's think about it. See, I have many things to say. Right? I have yet many things to say unto you. That means Jesus is speaking. Or Jesus wants to speak. Now, he has been speaking now. Right? Before he died. Now, when he woke up from the dead, when he rose from the dead, he is not yet speaking to them. What he wanted to say. So which means, now, all the things he said before he died is part of what he actually wants to say. You know in verse 14, he says that, I will pray the Father, I will give you the comforter. He will take of mine, then show to you. Right? Yes, sir. So he will take of mine, and then show it to you. Which is the same thing as Holy Spirit beginning to reveal the things that Christ needed to say. Right? So when Christ, when he when will, will, will remind you of things I have said. And things that he will yet say. I mean, let's read it. In verse 26, says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. Now, Pahotophemakaria. See this thing here. They said the comforter. 
Now, I mean, you know, we all know time. We all know that. Okay, you know what's the idea of what's the idea of comforter that we know? No, the idea of comforter is that Holy Spirit comfort. Does it do that? Yes, absolutely true. But the comforter here is not coming to comfort them. Yeah, you hurt your leg. Take heart. <laughs> yeah, take heart. Take heart. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> 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 if I said this too shall pass. In short, it's brethren that do the comforts. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Eh? Well, let me say, Holy Ghost in brethren is the one that do the comfort. So, and also, and that's one, and that's also actually a, a lesson. The way, you know, it sounds, it sounds very funny, but see that thing. If someone is not amongst brethren, and that's why anybody that says they are not going to church, they need to slap them. <laughs> it's true. There are some things you can never get yes. if you are not in the body. You may have community of friends, but that one said, well, because the way you roll, roll and re- relate with your friends are going to be based on the life inside them, pretty much. Ah, that's true, that's true. Right? So let's now say you're a believer. Where should you be? You should be amongst believers. Mm. So Sunday, go to church. Mm. Now, part of church is not just that, because most people, what they think of church, they just think about, okay, we just go to church, ah, they will sing, then they will just be here, and one pastor will just be preaching to me and preaching to me. Yes, pastor needs to preach to you. And the reason why he needs to preach to you is because there's something, see, see what, that's so that is sitting there and looking at the pastor. The, see, just me thinking that the pastor is preaching to me, that should tell you that there's a sign of sickness. The fact that you're the thinking that way is the reason that you should be in church. Very simple. The fact that you are just thinking, oh, church is just too much. That is the reason you should be heading there. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's the reason we don't. Because we feel, mm-hmm. don't sit down at home and be, and be you know, those, those kind of behavior that, eh, uh, I can be by myself. God is everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very simple. That's what will never grow. Mm. It's as simple as that. Mm. That's what can be reading Bible, memorizing Bible, knowing Bible passage, but that's what will never grow. Because where a soul should grow, a soul can never grow by itself. It's impossible. That's what needs to be put inside an environment, inside a community. Where that soul can begin to interact with things that will install life inside. You can't love yourself. I mean, can you love yourself? I mean, I'm not talking about self-love kind of, you know. You can't do charity to yourself. I did that Peter we are reading. In verse 1, I said, seeing Peter 1, you know, obey the of the brethren. So, if you say you're out of, and then you, you notice it, in uh, in John, John talks a lot about 
brethren. Yeah. It talks a lot about my children. Yeah. It's a community of people he's talking to, right? Yeah. You hear him use the word us, 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 <laughs> right? And it's everywhere in scriptures. It's just littered, littered everywhere that there's what we call, there's a community of believers. Mm-hmm. That, and in Hebrews, he says, exhort one another as you see the day approach. You know, you can't do, how, can you ex- how can you be exalted when you're by yourself? Mm-hmm. It's not possible. Right. <laughs> it's, not, it's not possible. Right. So I don't know. You know, there's some preachers on YouTube that now like to kill, they like to kill people and give them all kinds of understanding. Ah! Time, time, time. Give them all kinds of understanding that does not edify, really, that does not build up. And it is very clear the purpose of scripture is growth. Or let's say the purpose of church is to ensure that people are growing. Very simple. That's, that's it. The reason for the fivefold ministry, according to Ephesians, right, says for the edifying. Right? So, which God Himself cares about building, yeah. and it's so, and it's very interesting that it is everywhere in Scripture. Just hear God talk about building, 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 building. Do you think just, Jesus just like talking about architecture? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, what do, what do we think? Just think maybe, maybe he just felt it's the right thing to say. I just put it there. You are a house. As Moses is faithful, is not his house. Yeah. Wow. yeah, building, yeah. Mm. building of God. Yeah, te- yeah, the temple of God. You just think they just like talking about all those kind of things. No doubt. Mm. You know, the scripture is not. Uh, it's not. What's that? It's not poetry. What's that? There's those people that, you know, when they are writing book, they put nice words. So when you are reading, there's a feel, there's a flow. Mm. You know, there's a way you like. Oh wow, I like the way this book you know flows. You know? Mm. Some books are like that. That's all, that's all our Bible is written. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so people were heavily those under anointing, Holy Ghost. They begin to write things down. Mm-hmm. So th- as they were writing it, they are not thinking about themselves. They are thinking about you. Mm-hmm. They are thinking about brethren. They are thinking about... They, these people, they, they couldn't have written this scripture without love of the brethren. Mm-hmm. That will tell you that they grown to a, a stature before Holy Ghost can allow them to begin to pen things down. Yeah, start writing, start writing. Because I know some people like to argue that the Bible is just men that wrote it. It's not men. It's, it's Holy Spirit who wrote this thing. Holy Spirit is a spirit. You can't see him. Yeah. So you can't, you can't just create something and then, bah. Of course, I mean, there's nothing God cannot do. <laughs> but that won't, be, that won't be the way. You notice the way God does things is God does not interfere in the things of men except use men. Mm. And there's a reason for that. Because the earth has he given to the sons of men. Mm. Right? The earth, the, the law that is guiding, when God made the heavens and the earth, he has given it to man. Mm. Which means that he can't just come and do things without, without the influence of man. Mm. Although, you know in scripture we know that Angels have they have power over this present world, mm-hmm. but they, as powerful as they are, can't just do things mm-hmm. without you and I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Abby, so there's a law yes. in place, 
there are, there, are, there are a lot of things an angel can do. For example, can create healing, right? Can heal, can maybe move a car. There's some, there's some extra, extra, or let me say there's some supernatural. Okay. Even the supernatural is not because man did not ask for it. Maybe an accident is about to happen and then all of a sudden the car entered into the car that's about to hit it and came out the next and nobody was out. You'd be like, wow, miracle, miracle. Okay, did an angel do that? Possibly. But he did it without the authority of a man. No. He didn't just do it out of share, let me just do. No. That person that that happened to is in a way is connected to what just happened. He must have been praying. Yes. Right? Maybe the prayer he prayed. No. He must have here too long. And then what happens? So there's, there's no way God would just hijack it. And, uh, no. If God would do anything on earth, he would still use men to do it. Mm. But is he doing it? Mm. And that's the funny thing about this world. Everything you see that is visible here is actually from the invincible. Right? Because things that are visible were not made by the things that are visible. Right? But they are by the, th- the things that were invincible. Now, what that, what, what I'm, what I'm, why I'm saying that is this. What you are seeing right now taking place in the natural is something that is influenced by what you are not seeing, which is in the spirit. Right? Now, for every realm, there's a spiritual aspect. You know there's a spiritual Winnipeg? There's a spiritual Canada, there's a spiritual Nigeria, there's a spiritual world. So while somebody is here eating biscuits, maybe on top of that person, there can be an angel or there can be a demon. (laughs) You know, in the natural, somebody can't superimpose on someone. (laughs) Now, just imagine that where in the spirit, a demon or an angel can be upon a man. Right now, the only way that can happen is by spirit, because that that is is it just what in in in, in uh, that's not just supposed that's just supposed no, it is what superimpose. Yeah, you, you can't superimpose in the natural, but you can superimpose from the spirit, and that's how things run. Things in the spiritual runs things in the natural. So when somebody decides to make a law today, right? It's not because that person just decided, I woke up one day and just have so much love for the people. <laughs> ah, I love, I love Canadians. I'm so much in love with Canadians. I want to make life better for them. Ah, I make, I'm making a law. Nobody should kill anyone. It's not because, it's not because, just, if you want to know that, just simply to look at today, just look at your government and just think about it. This thing that this guy is doing, is it because he really loves me? No. Trudeau, people before Trudeau, people after Trudeau, none of them is just going to go there and just say, or the only way that will happen eh, is if you have, what I say, if you have a spirit I'm talking, and that means a man that is so intertwined, that has so much 
eating and taking of God, mm. eh, then start to go there, can do it in that kind of regard. Mm. But when you, when you begin to move things outside of that realm, forget it. Everything is tied to money. Mm. Yeah. Recently, I began to understand that money indeed is the root of all oh. evil. Oh. <laughs> it makes the world go round. Hardly, hardly, hardly will you see anybody that would do something that is not in a way financially intertwined. When you see men doing something that is not financially intertwined, they must have money. Money is no longer anything to them. They are looking for something else. It's as simple as that. So money itself is a problem. You know that it's not, it's not God that created money. No, it's Satan that created money. Mm. Very simple. Mm. He took a law from the spirit and taught men. You know you can trade. Mm. That's what we call trade. Maybe the way he taught the Americans how to do big currency, he taught, he taught us uh, in the bush, trade by butter. <laughs> right? It just, that is, is the same, it's called com, it's commerce spirit. Just, you know, it's a transaction. It's, 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 Satan is wicked, though. Mm. Let me just, because of time, let me, let me quickly move forward. So, uh, so no ruler, just decide because I love, I love, I love, I love Canadians so much. That person there is being influenced by spirits. Because every, everything is intertwined, especially if they love Abosha. You can't, I don't know if anybody in this world, yeah? That is not running after Christ can ever ever escape the love of money. Mm. I, don't, I don't know if that's possible. Maybe they pretend I don't need to have money. It's a lie. They secretly they secretly wish they have a lot of money. Mm. <laughs> it's a lie. You know, you know, we may we can see all kinds of things. Oh. No, it's not for money. It's not for money. If anybody will refuse money, they must have something more valuable, higher than money, for them to refuse that money. Yeah. Now, let's say in a, in a case, now, no, we can, I'm trying to separate the Christian world from the natural world. You know, the Christian world, but then you know that there's some money you should not take if it's no righteousness. You know, yeah, okay, okay, we, have, we understand that. Yeah. Just in the natural, a natural man that has nothing to do with God, that does not learn or know things in that regard, refuse money. There must be something else that is more precious than money, which is almost having the same value as money, right? Like their, was it? You know, their integrity, which is which is in a way their own righteousness. That's their own, their own righteousness. That is the only way that that person can refuse money. So you see one way or the other. <laughs> so that's, that's just it. When the scripture says money is the root of all evil, just believe it. We may not understand. You know, sometimes in, in, in the Christian world, when we hear that, we think that we Christians, we don't like money. No, but he's saying that. I mean, if you, don't, you, you need it to survive in this, uh, in this world. And God won't change it. 
The only person that can change it is you and I. God won't change. God can tell you, you know. And the, the only, do you know the only way you can get rid of money right now? The only way you can get rid of money now is that everybody in the world agrees that we'll be using the same account. <laughs> if you need something, you can always come to the account, get and it, and, and take it. That's it. Without that in place, just forget it. And do you know what that will be difficult to get to? There are some people they want their own account. And you know why? Because that their own account gives room for edge. As long as it's together, there's no edge. And that thing, that thing is Satan's life. It's as simple as that. That's Satan's life. You notice it's out of charity. It's very simple. Just you can see different things in place that is when you look at it and you're judging with the eye of uh, understanding. You know that, okay, this kind of life is not charity. It's okay, but of course, you, can, you as a preacher, you can try and go to the government and say, have charity. Change the law. Time is gone. Let me, let me not waste time. <laughs> let me move forward. Amen. Amen. So, well, our journey there is simply talking about the comforter. comforter. Right? So, the purpose of comfort mm. is the, the, the comfort there is not just to comfort you about things that is happening around you, even though Holy Spirit can do that. That is the jurisdiction of the Holy Spirit. Mm. But what Jesus said is going to pray for mm-hmm. is a comforter. Okay. It's not the Holy Spirit. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. Mm. However, the comforter is the Holy Spirit. Mm. Jesus. Right? Mm. Now, that, where I'm coming from is what Jesus want, is praying for is something that can get you inheritance. Yes. Not just to talk to you. Mm. So what Jesus prayed for. So Jesus, Jesus, is, not, Jesus is, not, is not praying for you to have Holy Spirit. Mm. What he prayed for is that you have a comforter. When you think about a comforter, Jesus himself is a comforter. Because he says, I will pray, but he will give you another comforter. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, that another is, is of the same kind. But it's not the exact same thing. But it's of the same kind. Right? So, another comforter. The reason is because that comforter must connect Christ's comfort. Right? He must bring the comfort in Christ to you. And how we'll do that is by giving you the words of Christ. Now, let me quickly... So when he says, I will pray the Father, he will give you another comforter, is to ensure that you have the spirit of truth. Right? And the spirit of truth, what it does is, is to teach you. So that spirit is a teacher. Is a teacher. 
And I will comfort you is by teaching you. So it says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. You see? So you're not saying, so this is, have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you? So, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. So this is the work of a comforter. It will teach you, it will bring all things, right? It will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Now, to my heart of now, right? So why will it teach you all things? Why will it bring it to your remembrance? Now, you can talk about remembrance in the sense that it has already been said. Right? Teach you all things means that they are not yet said. Because why will we put the two? It will teach you all things, and then it will what bring all to your remembrance. Which means there are things he has said, and there are things he will yet say. And then that is what he was talking about when he says it will teach you of things to come. There are things already said, but there are things to come. What are the things already said? If you look at Jesus' teachings, Matthew, Mark, Luke, you hear all the things that he's saying. Everything that Jesus is saying there, we don't understand it. Yes, sir. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. It sounds reasonable. It sounds logical. We can even say, oh, yeah, when you talk about the parable of the sower, he's saying that there's a word that lay by the roadside. So what that means is that you should focus on the word of God. Make sure that you keep it in your heart so that it doesn't fall away. So don't be like those that fall by the wayside. Right? In a sense, that is true. But that word... If you look at it, it is milk. The one I just said, and okay, but the way so, so that interpretation of that parable, you can interpret it with milk, you can interpret it with meat, you can interpret it with strong meat, depending on the light that God is shining. Right? So for for years, when we thought we knew what you were saying, we are just yeah. we are, what we are doing is they are just giving us introduction. It's just introduction. We are all, and with, with that introduction, we felt, oh, ah, this is it. And and that's the funny thing about every word that God is giving, it has its strength. Meat has its strength. Meat has its strength. Strong meat also has its strength. So if you are able to use it well, you can get to the strength of it. It is it is Satan's work inside us that made us think that we've gotten it. And that is all. And it, God is wise. God had to do it like that so that it does not, my time has gone, so that it does not, it doesn't over, overburden us. Right? It's almost like, the word I use there is we can't bear it so we can know it. It's as simple as that. We can't bear it so we can't know it. Once we can bear it, then we can know it. Mm. And what that we can bear, what this simply means is that we have to grow. Mm. So that's why I was saying in First Peter, ah, I'm rushing, I don't want to rush, I don't want to rush, I don't want to rush, I don't want to rush. I can I be calm, cool, and collected and finish in five minutes, but not rush. 
Amen. Amen. So, let me go back to the comforter thought. But I'm saying this because it's added straight, right? So, comforter, it will remind you of things that, it will remind you of all things, meaning that there are things that Jesus has said. So, for example, that parable now, right? After the parable of the soul, I now told them, say, to you, it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom. But to them, it is not given. What does that mean? When he said to you, it is given to know, does that mean they know it? Because if they knew, they won't ask you, what does this mean? You give them the parable. That's, sir, what does this parable? Have you noticed that every of these parables, they're always asking, what does this mean, sir? What does this mean, sir? What does this mean? And Jesus, and you'll notice that the moment they ask, what does this mean? Jesus' response is almost out of this world. It's most importantly, his answer may not even relate to the parable. Is the parable of the sower there? What does it mean, sir? To you it is given, to them it is not given. Lest they see. Right? Lest they hear. So that in seeing they will not see, in hearing they will not hear. Lest, what? They see and hear, and they are seen forgiven them. Or they be turned. Right? And those to mean the same thing, to be turned or to be for, for the sins to be forgiven. The same thing. Now, when he said that, Okay, why did Jesus have to start that way? Jesus, the way, the way, the way, he's a mysterious man. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to answer that way? It will tell them something, right? That see this thing that I'm telling you, you, you cannot, you don't even, you don't even think about it. Now, say to you, it is given to know. Means that in the future you will know it. Doesn't mean that right there and then they know. Yeah, and you will notice that trend because the moment the Holy Ghost came, all of a sudden, that's when they had boldness. They began to talk about things that Jesus said. It's almost as if all of a sudden they now began to understand what. Wait. Oh, this is what Jesus meant. Oh, wow. I mean, of course, they didn't, they didn't show that in scripture. <laughs> but I mean, when you read the scriptures. You always have a sense of that. Because in John, you notice John saying, This he said. Him speaking about his death and resurrection. Right? You notice maybe later, let's say in, uh, uh, in Act, you see them talk about, And when he came, This man, have you crucified? Jesus, whom you crucified? The Lord, who told them that? And they didn't know that God had sent him. All of them, they were hiding, they were doing all kinds of things. Later, okay, go and meet, stay, stay in the upper room and pray, Holy Ghost will come. And the moment he came, part of that remembrance kicked in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, which means that Holy Ghost began to... See that Holy Ghost, which is the least of the Spirit. Or let me, or what, let me use what the Scripture actually calls it. He calls it the earnest of the Spirit. Right? So, when you believed, right? In Ephesians 1. Ah, five minutes is almost over. Okay. I'll try my best. If I can't finish it, I'll just, you know, continue next time. Because I... I promise I'll be staying to time for the. 
Well, it's almost as if we are moving away from the beginning of the year because February is about to end. Well, anyways, let me quickly read verse 12. Ephesians 1, verse 12. I'm going to verse 13. It says that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, said ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance. Now says, until the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his glory. So they call him earnest. And you can interpret earnest also as a token. Right? As what? As a token. As a token. So it's the earnest of the spirit. So with the earnest of the spirit, they had some measure of remembrance. But Holy Spirit still has a lot to say to them. But he can't say it as Holy Spirit. He has to say it as the spirit of truth. So, what he does is he comes into our lives. We get born again. We receive the Holy Spirit in a measure. And then we keep getting filled. Now, what that Holy Spirit is meant to do, or what, what surrounds the activity of that, is what we call the milk of the world. It's what we call the milk of the world. So desire this inside milk of the that you may grow thereby. So the purpose of the milk is to also make us to grow. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. I think I, I tried with this Holy Spirit, but I think, let me close my Bible so that I know that I'm ending. Amen. Amen. So it gives, it gives us the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit comes with a word. Because what Jesus prayed for is the spirit that will always be speaking something to you. The purpose of those is first is to teach you. Things I have to say. Okay, now, the first thing you need to hear before you can hear me, the word, is that you need to first hear Holy Spirit. Let Holy Spirit install something in you that will then allow you to hear me in a measure. Now, what Holy Spirit installs for us to begin to hear Christ is faith. And you now notice that what surrounds Holy Spirit, activities of the Holy Spirit, you notice that everything that surrounds it is faith. Faith, faith, faith. When you are learning milk of the word that we used to grow is the, is the milk of the word. It's a kind of word. It is the word of the Holy Ghost. Right? That milk of the word, it is there to ensure that faith is installed in a soul. And that's why you notice when you are reading the word, they are teaching you attitude around the word. They are teaching you how to pray. And all these things, they are coming together to install faith in the heart. To install faith in the heart. Install faith. And that is what we saw prevailing. Until the word of faith came to its peak, the next allocation did not come. The word of faith was building up gradually. How? Here, he brought prayer. Here, he brought word. You notice different kind of movement. Word movement. Prayer movement. Okay, Holy Ghost movement. You see, all those, what he's doing is all those things are building the word of faith. It is the word of faith that was putting all those things 
into and that is what the, is, is the word of faith which we preach right so it is the word of faith now again preached the word of faith word of faith word of faith and what he was preaching is actually milk of the word but at its peak at its strength Amen. Amen. In its strength. Of, you know, before that came, but you know, things have been building up, building up, building up. Then it got to a point, it became full. Word of faith was everywhere. While the prayer movement was going on, while the word movement was going on, while the whole, um, there's this one, holiness movement was going on. Holiness unto the Lord, holiness unto the Lord. Right? While all these things were going on, all of these were actually landmarks. The word of faith was building. So we understood what we understood holiness in a way. We understood word in a way. We understood prayer in a way. But all of these things are coming together inside us to ensure that they rebuild faith. 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 Inside our heart. When we drink, when we drink milk enough and we've, we've, we've used it. The result is to see a man of faith that is walking. I know a man of faith can do anything. The picture of a man of faith is a man walking that can tell mountain to move. Move, and the mother will move. I I really wish, of course, it has not happened like that, but I wish you could say mountain move, and physically you see a mountain that is here. Move to the others. <laughs> Move to the others. But of course, it's it is a scriptural statement, right? Yeah. When you see a man of faith, you know that is a man that is ready to hear God. Because, you know why why that had to happen? It's because we were weak. Even with we got born again, only God started talking to us. That excitement is Feeling us is giving us wine. We are drinking it. It's to increase us to get us to a point where okay, are you are not strong. Now hear God. See that thing upon the mountain of transfiguration didn't take place. Went until Christ begins to speak to you. He says, This is my beloved Solomon and well Hear him. That voice that came is a prophecy. Said, This is my beloved. Hear ye him. Because he will yet speak. He has been speaking before then now, right? He was about to die himself. So yeah, he said, and then you now see Hebrews one saying to us that God, who has sent and spoken to us by the Father, but these last days I'm speeding up. So if you hear the scripture, cut. It's because I'm speeding up. But at in these last days, spoken to us by His Son, spoken to us means He's still speaking. And there is something that Jesus is saying. It is a word. What He's saying is a word. And that word is the way it flows to you and I. The first flow of that word to you and I is faith, or the word of faith, which is really, really isn't what he is saying, but what Holy Spirit is saying to get us to a point where we can hear what he's saying. Yeah, where we can hear ye him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I think this is where I put a post to it today. And uh, I believe uh, we have been blessed. I have been blessed. I believe God will, will help us and we'll see where we'll continue next time. Let's just begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. 
Thank you for your word this morning. Matufa Nima Haradushta Erezita Nasa Erezita Nasa Erezita Nasa Erezita Nasa Emasifeni Moshita Vani Moshita Vene Moshita Vene Moshita Masita Vene Moshita Emasifeni Moshita Vene Moshita Vene Moshita Masita Emasita Vene Moshita Vene Moshita Bade Moshita Emasita Vene Moshita Vene Moshita Nesekani Moshita Kani Moshita Bani Masita Emasifeni Moshita De Moshita Moshita Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your mercy and your kindness. We thank you for your word. We thank you for how you've helped us to connect your thought this morning. We say we are exalted, Lord, in Jesus' name. But I will pray, O oh Lord, that as we have heard of your word this morning, you would help us. That this one will install your life as it ought in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Father, we pray, O oh Lord, that you begin to increase us in faith. Mm-hmm. Wherever the word of faith is lacking, you would increase us that will increase in faith in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We pray, O oh Lord, that you would so enable Jesus. us to hear you clearly. Yes. You are speaking and you are yes. speaking in this season. We ask, Lord, yes, Lord. that your word, which yes, comes Lord. out of your mouth... You begin to increase it in us Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, you will raise us up to be able to hear you Amen. and to hear you clearly in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you because you've answered our prayers. Thank you, Father, for what you've done. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You will between the cherubim shine for you dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth.